0: Welcome to The Intersection of Black Culture and Horticulture with your girl, Kola B. Talkin'. And guess what, y'all? We Black in the Garden. Hey. You have arrived at The Intersection of Black Culture and Horticulture with your girl, Kola talking, Talkin', hostess with the mostess of Black in the Garden. Cousins, thank you for tuning in to Black in the Garden. I am Cola B. Talkin', your hostess with the mostest, aka the Coleus Whisperer, aka Pineapple Propagator, aka Botanical Badass, aka Hornworm Killer, just out here letting my soil glow. You see what I did there? <laughs> it's giving high energy, low death, okay? It's giving, we're not stopping the show, While I make it better, because it's been too long, I shouldn't have left you, but you're listening to Black in the Garden and just wanted to make a quick disclaimer. Like I said, we're not stopping the show while we make it better. It's already been too long. We're ready to get back into things. So let's get into the things. Soil Cousins, if this is your first time listening or one of the first times that you have tapped in to the Black in the Garden podcast. You are welcome here. You're a soil cousin. It's gender neutral. We try to be inclusive as F around here. So yeah, we're going to get into all of that. If you are OG soil cousin, then you already know what time it is. You know the vibes and you very likely have missed me because we've been on a little hiatus. But you know, we're going to talk a little bit about that. This is... Let me slow down. I be coming in so hot. Like... (laughs) I'm excited. I believe that is apparent. Yes, it's apparent. So I'm going to slow down a little bit. I'm going to take it. I'm going to like get out of my early morning newscaster flow and get more into like the the midnight jazz kind of flow. Okay. As far as the cadence here, just trying to reel it in. Hello. Hello. How are you? Maybe you're listening in the future. I love that for you. Uh, maybe you're listening in the present, I guess. I don't know. Either way, you're listening. You could be listening to anything, anywhere. Like, there's so many options, but you're listening to me, and I don't take that for granted. So, soil cousin, hello, hello, hello. I am cold to be talking, like I said, and obviously a little bit rusty at this, but here we go. Still, we move, right? Still, we move. The plants still grow. The vines are vining. The stems are stemming. The leaves are leafing. The trees are treeing, okay? That's what we do around here where we're celebrating horticulture, black culture, all of those things at the the intersection there. You know, are we over that word intersectionality? I don't, I mean, I get if like you're tired of hearing it so much, that's fine. I, I get that, but That doesn't stop it from being a thing. So, you know, welcome to the intersection of black culture and horticulture. Let me know your thoughts. You are free to communicate with me via text. The number is 833-819-3926. I want you to take note of that number. It's in the episode notes in case your hands are busy. Maybe you're like breastfeeding a baby or maybe you got your hands in the soil or you're folding clothes or you're driving. Or anything like that. By the way, all of these things I have done while listening to a podcast, every single one of them. Fun fact about me, <laughs> we're learning about each other. So I do want to learn about you. And the best way I can do that, because like this thing is really one way you hear me and then you don't get to like talk back. And I don't like that. That's my least favorite part about that. I say it all the time. So I'm going to it's worth repeating 833 819 3926. We're setting the tone. That's the vibe for 2023. I'm tapping in. Happy New Year. Happy Negro New Year. Happy Black History Month. However, you want to phrase it. Habarigani. That's a question. <laughs> we love us uh, some good Kwanzaa principles and terminology around here. So if you don't know what Habarigani means, it's like, what's up? How, what's, what's tea? So. You can let me know that by texting me. And it's also an opportunity. I want to make, make some good use of this opportunity that we have to tap in. And I want you to let me know like what you're growing. If you're a grower, like just let me know a little bit about you so that I can have that understanding of who all is out there tapping in with me. So you can literally tap in and I will definitely text back. Um, Depending on the volume will determine how long that takes. And you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to thank you in advance for the grace that you're going to give me because you're going to give it to me. And I already know that because you're a nice person. (laughs) You are a nice person. And I appreciate you for having the patience with me to uh, get back to you in the most timely fashion that makes sense for me. So let me know how your plants are doing. Um, there's a lot of things that I want to do as we go forward and go forth into this new season that is coming up. We're just gonna touch on that just a little bit. We're gonna have a little story time. Hello, we're gonna have us a little story time on today, and you're gonna enjoy how that story ends. Um, but yeah, I love doing the Black in the Garden podcast. Uh, transitions have been The simplest way that I could explain what a hiatus is about, uh, if you are a OG, triple OG, all the G's, (laughs) soil cousin, then you know that we do take seasonal breaks around here. I know I produce at least 10 episodes a year. I do that. Like, I I do that. I would love to be, well, no, let me rephrase that because words mean things. Words are important in the way that we indicate the things that we do. So I will say that this year or the year after that, one of these years, um, and sometime in the in the close by future, we'll be making a lot of episodes in a year. That's always been something that I wanted to do. Um, but, you know, the transitions of things, as my OG soil cousins know, From listening and understanding as I've been vulnerable about some of the things that have prevented, um, you know, certain seeds from really germinating in the way that they needed to germinate in order to, 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 to reap the harvest of certain things, such as a whole bountiful harvest in a, in a bunch of episodes in a year. We're getting there. Uh, That takes support and all of that, which we're going to get to that as well. But yeah, uh, this is a great podcast. Uh, Great enough for Apple to have recognized it on their Black History Month collection. So shout out to those of you who are tuning in from uh, discovering us on there. It's Cola, hey, and (laughs) I am glad that you're here. It was inevitable that if I was going to come back I'll leave that in. It's inevitable that a timely uh, return from a hiatus would happen in February. I wasn't just going to let February pass without saying nothing. Are you kidding me? Are you out of your mind? And by the way, uh, if you're new and you're trying to figure out which episode to listen to next, or you want to know what some of my favorite moments were that I would recommend, I would certainly say, Go back to the Botanical Black History mixtapes. If we want to get into the black history of it all, go back to the GWC, George Washington Carver, the GOAT episodes. Go back to, I want to say that's season one, as a matter of, go back to season one. There's some gems in there. Um, and it's also a great way for you to assess the difference in the the way the show was run and the production and all of that. We love growth around here, as you probably could imagine. You know, garden stuff, (laughs) growing stuff, plant stuff. Uh, We love growth around here. So we're going to talk a little bit about what growth has looked like, excuse me, for the podcast. Um, And I want to tap in before I get into the podcast things of it all and just... Let y'all know what's, what else, What I'm doing plant-wise, which is uh, only houseplants right now. I got some, I'm, my uh, outdoor access as far as where I can grow most immediately is a balcony. And all I have is some onions out there, child. Like, <laughs> you know the onions I'm talking about, the green onions. You know what I'm talking about. I like to go and clip and snip and add that to um, assorted dishes for a little razzle-dazzle, a little extra flavor. So I got some of those popping uh, outside because they will funk up the house if you fool around and don't change that water out quickly enough. Pro tip, change the water every few days. Pro tip, change the water every few days uh, or just leave them outside if you're maybe a little bit forgetful, which is relatable to me because that might be my, my struggle sometimes. But yeah, so that's what's growing outside. I have some garden supplies out there. I don't have soil, which is a discovery that I made uh, as I was looking around and d- discovered that there's a house plant that needs to be repotted. What am I doing? Like, how do you repot without soil? If you got a hack, you got the number, go ahead and text me and let me know if that's a thing. It's probably not, and that's okay. I do have some leica Y'all know them little, Cocoa Puff looking things that you can find at like Ikea and there's YouTube channels and all that dedicated to it. I had a conversation about Leica with a guest, um, Halise. She was on the show. Shout out to Halise, Okay. Like dope individual, dope YouTube creator while we're talking about YouTube. And she does have a lot of Leica content that you can tap into. And she is a soil cousin. Cause you know, she was on the podcast. Hey, Hey, I want to say she was on season three y'all know time feels collapsed so even when I'm referring back to my seasons because this time that feels collapsed in the way that it does and I'm specifically referring to like the end of 2019 up until like this very moment that's been the time that this podcast has been a thing and some of the memories around the things that have happened, because there's been so many highs, a lot of highs, some lows, but like, that's not the headline is what I always say. And no matter if it was high or low, if you ask me when specifically did it even happen, I'm just like, what? I, 21, 22 last year and still thinking that last year was 2021 because, you know, we're still at the top of the year Raise your hand. I want you to, like, for real. Like, I don't care where you're at. If you're in public, I challenge you. <laughs> raise your hand if you've written down the year since January 1st and you wrote down 2022. I don't think that I've done it yet, so I'm actually not raising my hand. But I challenge you to raise your hand. And, um, of course, I can't see see you. Um <laughs> That's not the point. It's just, it's just for funsies. But raise your hand if you've written down 2022 to indicate the year um, and felt a little bit silly about that, but then probably kind of giggled nervously and was like, oh yeah, time moves so fast. But speaking of time moving fast, let's get into a little story time. All right. I told you a little bit about my plants. I need to repot, boom, shakalaka, all of that. Um... And we're having a good time here, just tapping in right quick. We're going to unpack a lot more from what all has transpired in the time that I've been on hiatus. Not all of it, y'all, because, you know, (laughs) privacy. But (laughs) we're going to tap into the relevant aspects of what has occurred while I was on hiatus. And I'm very proud of myself for saying that in the way that I did because... I feel like in the past, I may have had a tendency to overshare. And this is all a learning progress. It is progress over perfection anyway. Uh, This is not an edited episode, by the way. So it is like just heating up the mic, warming it up, letting it be known that we are still here. We are still a force. Uh, Black in the Garden is um, at the very least in the top 10% performance-wise of podcasts. Even during a hiatus, (laughs) that's a flex. I'm not going to lie. It's a flex. And I love that for us, okay? Because that means that bigger and better things are in store. You want to learn more? We're going to learn more. You want to talk to more guests? We'll talk to guests. You want to hear from uh, co-hosts and things like that? You want to hear from our resident botanist? I got all of that for you. It's coming up. Um, I said I was going to do story time, but maybe a little stream of consciousness okay just so you know where my mind is and where it be going but look imagine planting a seed okay a tomato seed to be specific uh some of us have done that before i certainly have imagine planting a tomato seed and consider you know the time and the effort and the resources that go into that endeavor uh imagine the optimism that is inherent when we're planting anything when we are engaging with something with the expectation that we're going to get something in return especially you know that that's tends to be the case when we're planting a seed there's the optimism around the excitement of what what it could grow into we we on the same tip here so you planted the seed in some soil you have provided it with moisture you provided it with the appropriate conditions and light and you of course you got to supply the patience that come that's all you right there that's all you (laughs) and by the way it is a myth that gardeners are patient people that's a myth okay gardening can certainly teach you patience but you know there's youtube videos that can teach you how to do makeup i still don't know how to do that so what's your point so gardening <laughs> can teach you patience if you're willing to learn it. Oh, that was a that was a word. That was a gem. Yeah, somebody write that down. But you supply the patience, okay? And that means you're gonna have to give it. I don't know. Let's say about seven-ish, maybe seven to to twelve business days. <laughs> like plants are on business days i'm kidding but seriously though seven to 12 business days is about how long in my recollection it would take for say a tomato seed to uh, germinate ask me how many tomato seeds i've ever germinated in my life and i would say a lot a lot so many different varieties oh, we'll talk about that in another episode we need to do a whole tomato episode it's worth it super worth it we'll get there so that tomato seed has now germinated. Hello. Oh, success. We're feeling good. Wow. Something that I touched and I put in the earth is coming back up. And it's like, oh, I'm doing it right. Okay. So we got germination. Boom. We got this little sprout. This It's so delicate they be so tiny and just like the wind could just easily knock. You could blow it over, really. But that's where providing the appropriate conditions and and making sure that it's not in a place where it can get too much moisture or too much wind or, you know, you can't just like go and take a bucket of water and pour it on top of your tomato uh, germinates just act like I said that right. I don't know if that was the right word, but imagine dumping a bucket of water on—I don't know—like a cat with really fluffy hair, and they just the hair that was once standing up will certainly lay down flat and stick until that cat gets dry again. That fur gets dry again. That's kind of what it's like to to wet those those little delicate um, tomato sprouts in such a way so pro tip don't do that water the soil okay water the soil follow me so you've provided the correct conditions you have a seedling that is you know developing you got the two little first leaves and then like you're getting more leaves so you got like the little four four pack of leaves don't get me started lying with the science I don't have notes on the science I'm telling a story right now we're going somewhere with this So, you know, it's we're witnessing the process of the stages of growth of this particular tomato seed, which is always such a beautiful thing to watch to witness. If you're anything like me, it evokes a sense of childlike wonder and joy. If you're anything like me, and I I would want that for you, that you would get to feel a sense of childlike wonder and joy. from growing anything, even if it's not from seed. So we're growing it. It's getting to the point where it's, you know, we got a stem that that's, that's doing stuff. We got more leaves coming out. We got, oh snap, we got a flower. I feel like it's about to get real. We got a flower There's a word that happens with the bees. What is that word? It starts with a P. Oh, snap. Pollination happened. Pollinate. I know words. (laughs) Pollination occurs. These flowers are giving way to the fruit, the harvest. That's what we want. That's what we came here for. Here we go. Enjoying the fruits. Okay. The first fruit, that first sun ripened fruit. Tomato, let's imagine it's cherry tomatoes for funsies, right? Gosh, they're so fun to just pop in your mouth straight off the vine. Sun like nice and warm and, and and touched by the sun, and we're just enjoying ourselves. Maybe a little juice dripping down the side of your lip. Having the time of our lives, we don't need no salt, we don't need no seasonings, we don't need no basil. That's basil, if you're fancy. Um <laughs> And we're enjoying the first fruits and we're starting to notice that so many more tomatoes are coming onto the vine. And a lot of tomatoes, as a matter of fact, like, yo, what are we going to do with all these tomatoes? And then you look up and realize that you done messed around and you didn't trellis that thing. Oh, snap. Beginner's note. If you don't know what a trellis is, it is a support uh, structure that is usually installed at the time that the plant is, um, you know, like a baby, so that once it gets to the size where it will need support, um, generally with plants that have the ability to produce a large, specifically a heavy yield, we want to make sure that we got that good, strong, strong trellis, okay? That was a pro tip, not a pro tip, a beginner tip, uh, because I don't like to assume That everybody is like super master gardener out here. Okay. So worth that explanation. But the trellis is critical to this story. And the reason why I'm telling you (laughs) this story, which is because that is where Black in the Garden is currently. I feel like I knew I needed a trellis. I feel like I knew that like there would be a bountiful harvest that would be of size in all of that opportunities and such and business as as the plantrepreneur that I am a plantrepreneur being a person who is somewhat savvy about incorporating their ability to do something related to plants especially like horticulturally growing or you know something having to do with the the cultivation of plants and business making money Okay, because we all got bills, baby bills. Like, I don't have to explain all that to you. We're not getting into that. Okay, Renaissance tickets, if you will. I'm just saying, I'm just anybody feeling generous. I'll take one. But (laughs) Black in the Garden, as of 2021, became an LLC. Black in the Garden also in 2021 is when we released the Black in the Garden coloring experience. Have you heard about it? Do you have your copy? Okay, you have a copy. Great. Good for you. Raise your hand if you have a copy. Let's go back to that. Okay, now raise your hand if you have two copies. Because I feel like you should just have another one. Maybe you don't, maybe you need to get somebody that is special in your life that has blessed you. I want that for y'all. Okay, so that's what we're here to talk about on today is a way that you could be my trellis, (laughs) y'all. Imagine it. Imagine... You supporting a small black woman owned business and of all the times that you could do so in February, black futures month. I'm talking about the future now, baby, because we need to support each other in significant ways so that we can have a future. Okay. The past is done, not to be like morbid or nothing like that, but also not to take a gram away from the celebration that is necessary of our history. Obviously, I'm a big fan of it. I have a whole Botanical Black History mixtape. Have you heard? Air horns. But I need some air horns like for real. We're going to come back to that. Support the trellis. The way that you can be my trellis specifically on today is simply by heading on over to the link that is in the episode notes. B-L-K-In-The-Garden.com. Hey, we got a whole domain out here. Things are official, okay? And, wow. Let's just talk about the coloring book because obviously the purchase of it is how you can support, period. We love that. But we need to talk about the Black in the Garden coloring experience. It is the called The Coloring Experience first and foremost because it is an opportunity for you to have the 360 experience. To so the best of my ability, um, there's not too many podcasts out here. Maybe just a few, probably a handful, if if that, that have a merchandise option such as this. We've done t-shirts before. It was a good look. Y'all look great in them. Continue tagging me in those posts when you're wearing your Black in the Garden t-shirt. Uh, we had... Do we have something besides T-shirts? Oh, shoot. We had a lot of stuff. We had coasters. We had buttons. We had pins. Y'all, it has been a hell of a season leading up to me coming back to talk to y'all. So, some things are harder to recall. But, yeah, we we have a lot of stuff. It's not in the shop currently. We have, like, regular stickers. We have holographic stickers. Um, we have some really cute fly-branded uh, items. And the art is spectacular because Paula Champagne. Hello, are you following her on Instagram at makerchamp? The designer, uh, the the designer of the Black in the Garden brand uh, forever will be lauded as such because she do the things that make the visuals become beautiful in the form of storytelling hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Straight off the dome. I'm this is not edited, y'all. I cannot believe 25 minutes straight. What can I say? Cola be talking. So Paula Champagne, while we're talking of her, designed these beautiful illustrations of podcast guests of Black in the Garden, obviously, who appeared on the show. It's funny saying appeared when it's a podcast. You get what I mean. They were on the show between, what was it, 2020? I told you all that time-lapse thing. Between 2020 and 2021. So many beautiful illustrations. All of them, we couldn't get them into the first version of the coloring book because this is the first volume. 2023, we should see volume two, but I'm getting way ahead of myself there. So just take that with a grain of salt at the moment. But as of 2021... We released that coloring book, which features the coloring book page versions of at least 10 of the illustrious guests that we have had on the Black in the Garden podcast. Uh, Some may be one of your favorite guests that we've had, such as uh, Kristen Riddick of the Afrobeats podcast. That's one of my favorite pages. It's very much given like botanical brother we're we're getting full beard with connecting okay that's coming across in the coloring page we got if you turn all the way to the back the last page features this beautiful field of sunflowers like you get to color this what you get to i've colored like three of them (laughs) i've been getting high on my own supply but yeah there is this beautiful field of sunflowers that is surrounding The uh, guest that we had discussing entomology and and so much more, uh, Nadia. Um, Why is her last name not coming up for me right now? Just go back to the episode. It's all indicated there. But, you know, we, we first name basis as Soil Cousins. We can like that. So that's what is on the last page. There are some really dope quotes that are in there that uh, you could color. It's just, it's a whole good time. It's called the Black in the Garden Experience specifically because you can literally listen to any of the stories being shared on this very podcast of these people while you're actually coloring them. I thought that through very sensibly. I take these things Very seriously, we have a good time around here, (laughs) but I don't play about this stuff at the same time. So for all those reasons, your support really is is supporting Black art. Uh, It is an opportunity for you to uh, have a meditative moment while you are engaging in that very calming and relaxing act of coloring. Um, it's an opportunity to maybe even flex on somebody and be like, ha, you didn't know I was an artist, you know, because <laughs> some of us be deep in our pride and we just want to do stuff to show off and, and show somebody that that we're good at stuff. Um, can't say that I've never done it, you know, especially with the coloring. I think I'm pretty nice with it. And I will be sharing on my Instagram at black in the garden is the handle some of the pages that I've been coloring over the coming weeks because I really want y'all to get this coloring book and uh, full transparency. I have, I understand how selling goes and marketing and all that good stuff. Um, and I have been doing a bad job of being consistently uh, sharing that. So I thought that I would try to make up for it <laughs> and come on here and, and tap in and share a story And let y'all know that in case you did not know, there is an opportunity there for you to get one. Now, you don't have to just get one. I definitely encourage you getting multiples, but more so than uh, just getting a bunch just to, like, you know, put them in your closet somewhere. Think of the people in your life that you could bless. This is a beautiful gift for somebody black in your life, obviously, But for someone in your life who may not be Black, who could still appreciate seeing this type of art and seeing the representation that is present on the pages, because representation is certainly important for those who are getting the representation that they need to have so deservedly. But it is also important for those who are overrepresented to look around and see the beauty of what it looks like when there are other images besides what looks like them and other stories besides the the stories that they are familiar with and other cultures and textures and backgrounds and stuff. Everybody truly wins when diversity is at the forefront, when diversity is happening naturally and organically and when diversity is being celebrated okay so if you are in the education or academic field you got a classroom you want to get some for your class you want to get a larger amount like let's say more than 50 then you would need to shoot an email to me so we can discuss what bulk rates might look like for you okay because we got options there If you are running a shop, a physical shop, I'm not really keen on selling to other online shops. It feels weird, if I'm honest. It just, maybe I don't know enough about business. But if you want to put our physical book on your physical shelves of your plant shop, your gift shop, or whatever kind of shop where this book could potentially be, baby, we got wholesale options. Don't think I was going to forget about you. If you are feeling philanthropic and you would like to donate, call to action. We love philanthropy First of all, we love words and we love saying them right. So let me let me run that back. We love philanthropy. I was about to say philanthropy. Ciao, it's been a long one. So <laughs> we love philanthropy and we would love to have you sponsor, I don't know, like the whole third grade class or uh say a group home or a children's hospital ward or something like that. I don't know, let's get creative. Hit me up and let me know about the ways that uh this is resonating with you because what we need in this space when it comes to the conversations about nature, plants, horticulture, agriculture, all the cultures that are centering plants, because there's a lot of them. There's like a boriculture. Did y'all know that was a thing? The, the 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 culture of tree studies? Look, Google that. Ask Auntie Google Bay, because I know that a boriculture is basically in relation to the trees. But don't get me started lying about the literal definition. But there's a lot of cultures that are related to to plants, plant life plant cultivation and all of that. But what is true in all of those cultures is that there's not a lot of Black folks represented there. They're they're not in those fields. Um, and it really does start with the youth. It starts with the youth being able to even know that that's a thing, the youth being able to actually see it being, to see it, period, but to see it being celebrated and to see it, represented in art that matters art is is a form of media you you feel what I'm saying and this is this is where I get really serious because this is a big part of the mission is yes of course I can reach you through your earbuds and all that stuff but everybody's not going to listen to a podcast but I feel like more people would be willing to color some really cute pages of some really dope black plant keepers than they would be to give me 34 minutes of their time. That's, that's the time stamp we're at right now. (laughs) Shout out to you. If you've been tuning in the whole time, but yeah, you got to see it to be it, you know, and there's, it it just, this coloring book, of course it doesn't save the world. It's not going to make whoever colors in it automatically get on a horticultural track you're not just gonna become an arborist overnight, or a marine plant biologist. I don't know what that word is, but like they be studying the plants under the water too. Don't forget about the plants under the sea. Don't forget about what they doing down there with with Kukulcan and all of them. They they got plants down there too. They got they got their own version of the the heart shaped herb down there. Oh y'all, sneak peek though. Fun fact: we're gonna do. episode a deep dive on that so like literally like tensing up in anxious excitement at that cannot wait for you to hear it but yo plants are everywhere the the ethnobotany of it all means that we are all connected to them in so many ways and i just want the youth to be inspired by the black in the garden coloring experience to know that hey this life is for you it can be for you boom shakalaka just like that and I feel like I've gotten that point across but I also want to make sure that I indicate that this book is for all ages it is definitely big adult coloring book vibes but the dope thing about adult coloring books is that you know kids like them too um at the size that it is currently, which we will be experimenting with a different size going a little bit further into the future, but the size that it is now is a great shareable size, as in you open the page out flat on the table, bond with somebody, sit shoulder to shoulder with them, and color. Now, if both of y'all are left-handed. Oh, Lord. No, how does that work? Because I'm left-handed. So I'm sitting there with my left-handed self and then somebody right-handed. Y'all get on my nerves because that's been the story of my life. Like if you left-handed and you sit next to a right-handed person, it might get a little bit awkward, but that's not the point. Bear with me. Have a moment with a loved one. Connect with someone who you need to connect with. Give a gift. Support a small black woman-owned business. Support the podcast. With your purchase of the Black in the Garden coloring experience, okay. We're earning our salt. We're 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 out here being featured on on the lists of the apples, okay? The Apple podcast. That's that's pretty big. There's a lot of podcasts out here, but not too many are, are a part of this curated list. And this is not the first time that we have been a part of that Black History Month collection, by the way. Oh, here's another one. I should have let with this. I buried the lead. But did y'all know that in September uh your girl Colby talking had a a cute little blurb in People magazine? That is right. I was quoted in People magazine. Hello in relation to uh fall fall flowers. It was cute. It was really cute. Um you might remember <laughs> the cover was Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> so i was hunting for that magazine because i was like yo we made it to print so yeah it was the the september in case you might have access to that you know your public your local public library does generally have those um back issues of magazines people does come out weekly so that's a lot but you know i was in the september oh snap i was actually in the september 12th um issue which is the same week as my birthday so that was really sweet uh that was that was really really sweet so yeah shout out to the virgos out there um getting your virgo groove on i see you and i hope that you appreciated the story time i hope that you appreciated this mic check this tapping in this touching in it was i was about to say it was great to hear your voice but i guess that's what you would say to me i'm so awkward at this i'm trying to wrap it up <laughs> I come in good. I come in smooth and it's a good time until it's time for me to to cut it off. But also doing big things. uh, There will be some great announcements of live opportunities to experience the podcast like in the audience to actually engage with me like that. I'm going to be getting my Oprah on y'all not even playing about it. And I'll keep you posted as those details become available and relevant. But as of August 2022, in the great state of Tennessee and the city of Nashville, at the Cheekwood Gardens and Estate, Black in the Garden produced and put on the first live episode. That is actually the announcement of that is the like the last episode that came out on this platform and um yeah we are we do have the audio from that did not get a chance to do any producing and all of that I I feel like I should have led with this also but all of that has everything to do with the fact that you know it really do take a village to raise a podcast for real (laughs) and I be trying to be the whole village and sometimes When you're doing the work of a village, then you just need a real long break so that you can come back with that much more energy and enthusiasm for it and inspiration and motivation to keep it going and and make it even more amazing. So I say all that to say that I appreciate you for listening, for even considering thinking about it. You know, not everybody can go and get a coloring book. And that's, there's no shame in that. There, That's not a requirement. But what I will say uh in closing, for real this time, is buy a book or not, you can still share. That's free. That is organic. Tell somebody personally. Text the link to this podcast to somebody who you think would definitely enjoy it and who you think might enjoy it and somebody who you know is like a little bit curious that would be like oh what's that oh fun find an episode that you think that they would like send it to them uh go to apple podcasts if you you might already be there but if you're already there and i know that you i just looked at my analytics a few minutes ago and like 80 percent of y'all be listening on ios so don't play with me go to the ratings there <laughs> And leave a review. We can never have too many good reviews. Are you kidding me? Go ahead and at least drop five stars. Leave a review. Spotify has made it now where you can put five stars in there. Put five stars by all means. If you feeling like you want to leave less stars, I guess. But like we will prefer five because we're giving you a five star experience (laughs) in honesty. So I appreciate that sharing, following on the socials, engaging on the socials. Meaning commenting on the posts, liking, 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 uh, and sharing. Now, I would be lying if I said I know which one of those actions gets the most impact. I would say sharing posts does. So share posts, but with context and say, hey, I like this show for this reason. This host is so dope. You know, do me that solid. Or even take a moment and... Do a personalized video review, especially on TikTok because TikTok is the final frontier for Black in the Garden and I ain't scared, but (laughs) my head be trying to explode in taking in so much information. I'm literally working in the business and on the business and um, that's no small feat in doing the work of a village. So I've said all that I needed to say. I came to give what it needed to give We will be celebrating a season of blooming in spite of challenges. So loving that for us. And I'm going to wish you love, light and soil until the next time. Peace. Soil Cousins.